<laughs> All right, everybody at Luke 2? Cool. So I want to talk about uh, Luke 2. Um, we'll go to the very end, I believe, but we're not going to do the whole chapter. What? Something on fire. Does anybody smell fire? Nope. No. Yes. I thought it smelled like hay. It's that? Smells bad, huh? You think it's going to light on fire? Okay, so let me find where I'm supposed to be preaching out of. 25. Verse 25? Yeah, verse 25. Go to verse 25. Madison. Madison. Madison has the flu and a sinus infection. Is she here? No, she's at the doctor's. She's a sinus Good. Yeah. My mom has a sinus infection. Yeah. Kaiser. Wow. Hey, my dad's Kaiser. Very slow. Yeah, as I say, she's going to be there all night. Golly. All right, verse 25. I'm going to read this first, and then I'm going to talk, uh, and then I'm going to read some more, and then I'm going to talk. Cool? Nice. Thanks. 22, 25? Yeah, 2.25. You'll, if, you ever, if you guys ever become preachers, you'll notice that where you're going to preach out of, you're going to say that about 10 times before you actually get to read it because somebody else is going to say, where is it? Yeah. Where is it? Yep. Where is it? Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because it takes so long for me to find Where is it? Freaking page 672. It's so good to be here. <laughs> All right. Luke 2, 25. It says, Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. That's pretty cool, yeah? It's always cool. Uh, verse 26. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord Jesus Christ. And he came in the uh, sorry, 27. And he came in the spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child of Jesus to do with the, the, you know, the customs of the law, okay, Jewish culture, for, um, he <laughs> Yeah, whatever. I was going to go into depth in that, but it's like. Cool. All right. Uh, he took him up in his arms. Simeon took Jesus up in his arms and blessed God and said this, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people in Israel. Okay. So it's pretty sweet. All right, so we're talking about this promise. This is in Luke 2, so it's like pretty quickly after Jesus is born. He's like a little baby Jesus still, okay? Um, and he, uh, he's brought into the temple to be, um, to be blessed by the Jewish culture, you know, to get all the, the rituals done. Rituals, not important. Cool? If you want to study on, an, on your own time, cool. It'll add a little bit more of a depth to Jewish culture. But well, we're going to talk about Jesus, Okay. So, the beautiful thing is, yes, Jesus came as a promise for all of us to save all of mankind, yes? We look at this as the picture of the cross, correct? You guys with me? We see the picture of the cross when we see this promise of like, okay, Jesus is the promised one because he's going to go to the cross so that I 
can be, so that I can inherit salvation. Yes. This makes sense so far. Okay, so that's promise number one. But I believe, and what's actually really cool about this kind of little portion here in, with Simeon is that Jesus was actually a different kind of promise to Simeon. Okay, yes, he's, he showed himself as salvation to this man named Simeon, but also he unlocked this destiny over Simeon's life. Okay, um, I'm, I'm talking about destiny a lot this year, um, and especially this month of like really launching us into what the Lord is calling us to do. Destiny is just a pretty word for your calling that the Lord's placed on your life. Okay? Cool. Cool? Yep. Tatum, good to see you. All right, so what this what this is this is cool because Simeon actually has this unlocking over his life that okay hey I've been faithful and the Lord revealed to me the promised one yes yes okay what's amazing is that this man Simeon didn't see the entire broad picture that we get to see today right yeah yes all he knew was that okay there's going to be a messiah there's going to be the Son of God who comes and who's going to save me. Great. That's pretty much all that they knew. Okay? Um, so what I want to unlock first is just personal destiny. Okay? Jesus unlocks personal destiny, calls it forth from you. Isn't this beautiful? Yeah. He pulls it out of you and says, this is what you're going to be walking into. This is what I've called you into. Right? We all know the basic, uh, very basic uh, Jeremiah 29 11 verse right for I know the plans I have for you yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what is that um when we volunteered at the uh, kids camp for a thousand songs or the verse someone was Jeremiah 29 11 <laughs> that's the whole song that's the whole song no they go through the song <laughs> no, it goes through the verse whoa Hey, I love it. I love what they're accomplishing. I will never sing that song here. Dang it. Okay, so we know it. You know, if you're Zach, you probably have it tattooed on your lower back. Um, um, but it's, it is more than just, oh, I, the rinky-dink basic understanding of it. Of like, he just knows the plans for me. Great. That makes me feel what? We're probably numb to it by now because it's overused. Like, uh, cool. He knows the plans for me. Good. He's God. He should. <laughs> but what? What plans? This is what Jesus unlocks, right? He unlocks this over our lives. He says, I do know those plans, and I actually created those plans, and I, I, I made them really good. I made them really, 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 really nice. Yeah? yeah? So what Jesus does here, even as a baby boy, he unlocks over Simeon's life. That, hey, I've walked into my full purpose finally. I saw the Lord Jesus Christ. I, I walked into that, and now I have release. Now I, I can depart. Now my my mission, now my mission is completely done, right? Does that make sense? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Cool. And I love that he's a man who's. Let me say it not as explicit. I love that he's a man filled with the Holy Spirit. 
right? He's a man filled with the Holy Spirit, and this is before Jesus dies on the cross and before Pentecost happens. This is cool, yeah? Yeah. Um, So the, the only reason that's cool is because that's us. Yeah. Right? That's us. I mean, Pentecost happened, now we're full of Holy Spirit. And I get to have this divine understanding of what Jesus is going to do over my life. Does this make sense? He peels this veil back. He pulls the curtain back and says, okay, now you can see clearly now. The rain is gone, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, thank you. Okay, do you understand this? You know, he, he... he knew where he was supposed to be. Simeon knew where he was supposed to be. And we're going to see that um, uh, the, one of the only times Jesus as a boy is talked about is what we're going to read tonight. And it's really, really cool. Okay? Um, so, do you get my first point? Yeah. Jesus unlocks your destiny, your calling, those, those plans that he does have for you. Okay? How? By you submitting to the Holy Spirit. Okay? Yes, Holy Spirit's God. Just as much God as Jesus, just as much God as, as the Father, okay? Yep. He's not some hoo-doo-doo-doo-doo kind of person, okay? He, <laughs> thank you, he is God. Yep. And the, the realest God to me. Yeah. And yeah, I'm working on it, okay? <laughs> okay? You guys don't even know what that means. Cool, let's keep on going. Uh, 33? 33, yeah. yeah. We'll just keep on cranking through this. All right. 33, and his father and his mother, Jesus, yes, marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said "Mary," said to Mary, his mother, behold, this child is appointed for the fall and the rising of many in Israel and for a sign that is opposed. Don't get hung up on Israel, okay? When we think, oh, it's, oh gosh, Jesus has just promised over Israel. Do you understand that we are actually the, the, <laughs> Like, how do I say it differently? We're like the remnant of Israel, the, uh, help me, descendants of Israel. We are the, huh? Descendant of Abraham. Yes, yes. We're the descendant of, uh, uh, the genealogies line up where that's us, okay? Does that make sense? It all lines up where Israel is not just Israel in that place over there. It's actually everything. It unfolds this whole entire Everything, okay? Gentiles, Israelites, Jewish, everything. Yeah. That's who Jesus is. Yes? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Where was I? 35. 35. Uh, and it says, uh, this is in parentheses, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also. Don't know why it's in parentheses. Okay. Let's keep on going. Huh? Is that what's going on? Yes. I'm so lost. Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and the rising of many in Israel, for a sign that is opposed, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, so that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. Okay? Focus on this. So thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. Okay? Again, unlocking. Jesus is pulling things out of us and making this exchange. What's in your heart tonight? Don't tell me. You can, you can write it down on your paper. right? What's in your heart tonight? What are you longing for, for the Lord to do over your life? Yes? Yeah. And He's going to pull that back and boom, unleash it. Yeah. Yes? Yes? 
That's what it's walking into, for I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper. Right? Do you really, really think that God is up there cheering for you to be miserable? If you do, let me reintroduce you to the Father. Okay? That would be awful. It's like, oh yeah, I want Zoe to be sad. That's not God. It's the worst God ever. Right? He is cheering on you to be prosperous. Right? And not in the sense of I'm going to fill my pocketbook, but in the sense of my, my inner being. Yes? Yeah. He wants my inner world to prosper. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? beautiful? He wants to make the exchange over and over and over again. <laughs> Every day. I love it. Right? Yeah. Cool. Let's keep going. Uh, 36? Cool. And there was a prophetess. Isn't this cool? A prophetess? Yeah. I love when women are used in ministry. Thank you. Yeah. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of that guy, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years. Isn't this cool? One because she was very old. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she was advanced in years. Yeah, you don't do that. <laughs> she was advanced in years and having lived with her husband seven years um, from when she was a virgin and then as a widow until she was 84. She did not depart from the temple. She was worshiping with fasting and prayer day and night and coming up at the very hour, she began to give thanks to God and to speak of Him to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. Ah, cool. Right? This unlocks... Hey, I'm sorry that... Uh, how do I say this? I'm sorry that men have effed everything up. Okay? I need your girl's help. Okay? This ministry would be in shambles if it wasn't for my wife. That's right. It, 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 truly. Yeah. It, she understands the Lord on a whole other level than I do. Right? If you know her, you understand this. Yeah. Right? Ashton's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Because she gets it. She gets it. And I want, hey, girls, guys, just maybe just don't listen to this. because <laughs> Your ego might get damaged. <laughs> girls, I need you. We need you. We need you to step up to the plate all the more, okay? I thought that was you being like you. Bro. Was that the dog? <laughs> yeah, she's like, this is a heavy mantle to carry, Lex. So, girls, I, I need you to step forth. I need you to walk in your anointing, just like Anna did. Do you see the legacy that you're a part of? Isn't this cool? Right? This is in Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2, this is early on in the most elaborate gospel ever written. Why is it elaborate? Because Luke was a doctor, and you know, doctors, they're, they're, they got a lot to write down, right? That's why my gospel would sound a lot more like Mark's. It'd just be like, cool, here's a bullet point here, 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 kind of thing. But Luke is like, here it is. 
Here's everything. Every single chapter is going to be uh, 45 verses plus kind of thing. Because I have so much to capture. And he captured this in Luke 2. That, hey, ladies, let's do it. You know? Let's step up to the plate, you prophetess. Isn't that cool? Does that excite you guys? Right? There's no... There's. Uh, it's beautiful that... Over and over and over again throughout all of Scripture that, the, that women are the ones to see Jesus in His actuality more than men. I mean, the disciples were just like, man, they were rough. You know, I'm rough as a disciple. Why? Because I need to understand things a little bit more where you guys are just like, I love the Lord. I love the Lord. I love the Lord. And that's your focal point. I wish I could be there. Right? Like at the tomb that the, the two Marys were at, right? He didn't look anything like Jesus. He actually looked like a gardener when the, he appeared at the, at the tomb, right? But what was actually, what actually happened is when Jesus spoke, they understood that it was him. Yep. <laughs> they understood that it was him. He didn't, he didn't look like Jesus, the, the Jesus that they knew. But when he spoke, the voice is what they knew. Right? You girls have a sensitivity to the Spirit that I dream of. Right? Yeah. Does that excite you or is it like, great, yes. now I've got another thing to worry about? Uh. <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> Alright, whatever. Don't breathe next time. Okay. <laughs> hey, we don't edit this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to use it. <laughs> okay, does that make sense? Walk in your walk in your walk in your lineage. That's all I need to say. Okay, I think it's beautiful. Yes. And I love where her focus was: worship, fasting, and prayer. Brilliant. Always giving thanks to the Lord. Hmm. And if I overcomplicated it, okay. Verse thirty-nine. Um, and then when, uh, when, they had when they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee to their town of, Naz of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Cool? Okay, so they returned to the hometown, and then Jesus started getting older. And he turned into a boy, and he was full of wisdom even now. Isn't that cool? Mm -hmm. Alright, verse 41. This is when it gets really fun. Uh, now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up according to the, according to the custom. And when the feast was ended, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. And his parents did not know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his parents did not know it. That's really funny. <laughs> but supposing, uh, but supposing him to be in the group, they went a day's journey. But they began to search for him among their relatives and acquaintances. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem, searching for him. <laughs> okay. So uh, I love this. It's like, how do you lose Jesus? <laughs> He's the Messiah of the world. He's going to save the entire world. 
They lost him. Like, what the heck's going on here? Um, I just think it's really funny. Um, and I, it, uh, I, yeah, I just think it's really funny. It shows the humanness of everything that's actually happening. That this is not just a fairy tale. Um, anybody been left behind by their parents? <laughs> oh man, I'm sure we've all got some good stories. What? We were raised Catholic, and my mom has nine siblings, and oh they left her at her own communion. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Anybody got one to top it? Uh, well, if, we're, if we're talking, my grandpa got, or my grandpa was not at his own birthday party. They left him at no. home for his birthday party. No. <laughs> <laughs> that does top that. Is the, <laughs> I wish it was over your life. That doesn't count. Who's got, who's got one over their own life? Come on, somebody can top that. I've just been left behind at gas stations. Gas Nobody gas can. Stations? Gas stations? You go on road trips a lot. Tommy, oh. I left you behind in a gas station. I'm with your brother. Noted. Don't go to a gas station with Tommy. Or Jaden. Or Jaden. And you left me behind in a grocery store. Where do you go? Where is Tommy? I just started walking home. <laughs> Okay, so Zach gave me a 40 peso bill and said, go into the King Supers and exchange it for American money. And then I got in the car and he left. Oh. <laughs> he went home. He went home. <laughs> That's beautiful. All right, let's continue on. I still have the pesos. <laughs> All right, verse 46, yeah? All right, so uh, here we go. Verse 46. After three days, they found him in the temple. Sitting, yeah. Three days? Three days. I don't know what the guy was eating. Just a whole lot of bread and wine. That's a 12-year-old. I'm just joking. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us so? I love that you dumb kid. You made me so stressed. I love it. Okay. Uh, so, do you see the scene here? He's sitting among the teachers, and he's also learning from the teachers, and now he's bringing understanding to the teachers in the temple. Yeah. What? He's 12. He's teaching, he's teaching the teachers. <laughs> he's 12. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So, I guess we've got no excuse for that, you know, I'll, I'll figure out this Jesus thing when I'm older, right? Oh, sorry, that wasn't... I, sorry, was it too harsh? Uh huh. <laughs> um, where was I? Forty-eight. Forty-nine. Forty-nine. Thank you. All right. Uh, oh, behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. So they were worried. Good thing. All right. Forty-nine. And he said to them, "Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house?" And they did not understand the saying that he spoke to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was submissive 
to them. And his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and with man. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So it's kind of this beautiful lens into 12-year-old Jesus of like, why, why were you troubled? Didn't you know that I was going to be in my father's house? Yeah. I want to... Yeah. Why wouldn't you go to the temple first? It was where we always went. 12 years I've been here. This is where I want to always be. You know? And no, this is not a sales pitch of you to come to the home. Okay? Don't worry. <laughs> I promise. But I think the beautiful thing is, is, okay, there's going to be people who are scattered all the way around just scattered. I'm in much distress. I can't find this. I can't find that. I can't find this promise over my life. I can't find this, this void in my life. I, I need it. I need it. I need it. And then Jesus says, why have you been looking so long? I've been in the Father's house. And I think it's this beautiful thing. It's a beautiful picture of what Jesus does over our life. Right? It's a beautiful picture. His parents were in great distress. They were searching everywhere everywhere but they couldn't find him how often do we search everywhere for fixes over our lives but we can't find them or they fill that void for a little bit and then okay now i gotta go do something else to fill the void yeah yeah right i did this all through high school so i get it i understand it right does this make sense so far yes okay they're in great distress they're searching they're looking everywhere Everywhere, relatives' house. They're running to their family for help. They're running to their acquaintances and friends' houses to find this fix for their life. But all they needed to do was find the Father's house. I want to just unleash this over your life tonight. Whatever you're, you know, contending for, all you have to do is go find the Father's house. That's it. Because Jesus will be there it's promised that jesus is sitting on the right hand of the throne yes so jesus will be there he'll meet you there you don't need to look anywhere you found the answer you found the you found the secret potion you've found it all of your problems can be fixed all you have to do is find the father's house and is this a church building no it's not. Because the Father's house is now what? It's a temple. It's a temple. It's in us. Yeah. We're already knit together in this way. Right? If we believe that Christ is the Lord, then boom, Holy Spirit will show up. That's right. And He actually led you to that, but we won't talk about that because nobody understands that the Lord speaks to us anymore. So I won't talk about that too much. <laughs> he speaks to us or else you wouldn't be in this room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, speaks to, he speaks to you and, or else you wouldn't believe in him. He speaks to us or else you wouldn't be able to read his word. But I think the beautiful thing is whatever distress, whatever stress, whatever anxiety, whatever problem, hey, guess what? Find him. You don't have to search very far. You know, he gave us a book. Cool. He gave us the Holy Spirit. Awesome. Awesome. 
and gave us a relationship to be a part of. The best. Right? I know this, maybe I'm, I'm diminishing it a little bit too much, but like, hey, he's got you. Just like I was talking about earlier, he's a great exchanger. And he's always going to say, hey, where were, why were you looking so long? <laughs> you knew where I was going to be. You know how I speak. You know what I do. Right? Ta-da. I just love that story because it shows the innocent nature of not only how we can become, you know, as, a, as, as people who are trying so desperately to follow Jesus. It shows our innocent nature, but it also unlocks this freedom over us of like, hey, you just go to the Father's house. The Father's house back then was a temple. We might call it a church today, but I... I call it my, my quiet time, my secret place with the Lord. Communion with the Lord, a relationship with the Lord, an intimacy with the Lord. And boom, I guarantee, hey, when we worship, you don't worry about anything, right? Right? Even if Jaden just turned 180 degrees for whatever reason. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I had to do it. So funny, dude. Right? And so, at the end of the day, it's like, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's where, it's where we can find, it's, it's the presence of the Lord where everything can vanish. And it's beautiful. It's really, really beautiful. Uh, and I feel like we've made it so complicated over, our, over ourselves. And Jesus is just saying, didn't you know where I'd be? You've met me here before. Don't you know where I'm going to be? And maybe you haven't met him. Now you know where he's going to be. I just told you. Yep. <laughs> he's going to be in the presence. He is the presence. He wants a divine relationship with you. More than you can even understand. Right? Yep. More, than, more than your best... He, he, he's better than your best friend. Amen for that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's better. And he can help you better than your best friend. Best friend sometimes fuels the fire of what you're going through. <laughs> it's like, oh man, you are really struggling, dude. Holy crap. Yeah, no. <laughs> Jesus is just like, oh, okay, I heard you, but let me take it away. <laughs> That's what Jesus does. He says, I listen to you, I hear you, and now let me take it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sometimes your friend just fuels the fire. Does that make sense? Yeah. Didn't you know where I was going to be? Did I read the rest of it? Yeah. yeah. Mm, cool. And then I think the beautiful thing is in verse 52 is Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and favor in man. Um, that gets unlocked un over your life when that's the place that you run. Yes. Do you want that? Yes. Do you want an increase of wisdom? Yes. Cool. What's the scripture? Ask for wisdom and you, I will give it to you. Right? <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yeah. Cool. Uh, ask and I will give it to you. Mm. Seek and you will find. That's it. We've made this following Jesus thing so complicated. <sighs> Some of you guys need to take a deep breath <laughs> and say, oh, all right, I know where you're going to be. Mm. Yeah. I, can find you in the, I can find you in the word. 
I can find you in my quiet time. I can find you in, in a relationship with only him. And he's an, he's an exchanger. I mean, he doesn't just give us this book because it's a bunch of things that we get to hope for, you know. It's a bunch of truth that gets to be unlocked over our lives. Do you understand that? Yeah. He doesn't say things just to say things. Right? Yeah. That's what your friends do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. But they do. They do. They do. Yeah. Like, when I would go to my buddy with a problem back in high school I would be I would like I'd just pour my heart out to him and he'd be like oh man man that really 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 sucks you should be bummed out about that you should and he's actually grabbing logs and here you go that really freaking blows man here here let me add some and it got me to a really bad place you know it got me to a place where I wanted to die it got me to a place where I was on my way to die and then wham, the Lord intervened and said, no, 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 no. I got you. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. It's who he is. Yeah. It's who he is. He doesn't do anything on accident. It's like, oh, wow, I didn't know you'd be here. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. He's like, I orchestrated everything. That's what he means by that Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the plans. I know the things that you're going to go through. I know the people that you're going to come into counter with. I know your family situation. I know what you go through at school. I know all of it. And I'm also sovereign to take it away, is what he says. He can also take it away. Is that good news to anybody tonight? Yes. I think it's really good news. And hey, following Jesus, it's really, really easy. If you have learned otherwise, I'm sorry. It's really, really easy to follow Jesus. What do you do? Spend time with him. How do you get to know one of your friends? You spend time with them. Cool. Try it with Jesus. I guarantee it works. Yes. I'll, uh, if I were a betting man, I'd bet on that. It works. Every single time. Just like when we invite him into a room. It works every single time. Yep. Right? Just like when we ask him, well, I won't do this one because it might make people feel uncomfortable. Over my life, just when I ask for a word for somebody, he does it. Right? He's just not hiding anything from me. And he's not hiding anything from you. Good news? Yes. Cool. This is who Jesus is. Beautiful, yeah? Yes. Cool. That's all I've got. Of course. Thank you, guys. Let me pray for you guys. Then I, I want to just pray a, a blessing over you guys for this. So, Lord, we love you. Lord, I pray that you would touch us in every single way that we need right now. That, Lord, you'd unlock this, this spirit of destiny and anointing over our lives. That you'd unlock this, this spirit of purpose over our lives. That we wouldn't have to search any longer. That we just know that where you are is where I find purpose. Where you are, I know that I will lose all of my stress and distress. And thank you for being that over our lives, Jesus. Thank you for not just dangling your truth over our lives, but giving it freely. Thank you, Jesus.
Lord, I just want to pray a prayer of blessing over every single heart and every single mind in this space right now. That wherever the stress, distress, or whatever the lack is, I pray that you would illuminate that area all the more. And then, Lord, that you would show yourself and reveal yourself in that area of what you can bring into that spot. And, I, Lord, I pray for just a spirit of yes in this room. A spirit of yes, Lord, you can take it away. Even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's not my normal, I want you to take it away, Lord. So, Lord, thank you that you are a healer, you're a provider, and you're a really, really good friend, and you care. In Jesus' name, amen. Cool. We got, uh, what, 15 minutes before we'll stop? Because I have a bet with Zach. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so I, I just, <laughs> yeah. so what I want, uh, I, I just want to kind of increase this, a, a hope in the faith in the room. And I just want, uh, the guys who are at retreat, just because it just happened, we just got home today. I want to hear some testimony, okay? Uh, whether it was a word spoken over your life, whether it was the way the Lord uh, touched you in a in a crazy, crazy way, um, or a redefinition that the Lord did. Uh, I just want to invite that. Is that okay? Yes. If you need to leave, it's all right. I, it's fine. It's okay. I don't think anything of you. It's fine. All right? If you need to leave, I bless you. No, I, because everybody always feels weird, like, oh my gosh, now I have to stand up off of this ground. Now I'm double the size of everybody. And now I'm going to put my shoes on in the back and it's going to take forever. And now it's like, okay, bye guys. Right? <laughs> I understand the awkwardness. Okay? So just relax. We're, we're at home. We're, we're here. Okay? I just want to, I want to hear some testimony. So. Yeah, sorry, I was... Hi, Madison. Love you. Never mind. Just coming to you. Okay, let's hear some testimony. Go. Zach, what's up? Oh, Zach. Oh, <laughs> oh definitely. Yeah. Zach. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>